0: Ladies and gentlemen, introducing a brand new era of the Hoop Genius podcast. Uh Things haven't changed too much. You're still rocking with the best. My brother, my idol, my mentor, Mr. BJ Armstrong, still taking time out of his day to join us on the show. So make sure you show him some love. And of course, I'm here, Mo, your boy. You know how we do. But things are changing. We thought, listen, We love our fans that listen to the show. We love the feedback we get and we love answering your questions. So we want to do more. We're trying to do more than once a week. We're trying to do more than twice. We're trying to do more. So what you're going to have from us is three times a week. We're going to be on the airways. We're going to be answering your questions. So if you tweeted in a question today and it didn't get answered, be ready. The next episode it might get answered then. Or if you have a new question or a new hot take, let us know. But we're going to be interacting with you guys because it's a community here. It's not just us preaching down the microphone. It's a community. We want to get involved with you guys and answer your questions and hear your thoughts too. So BJ, my question to you is, are you ready?
1: My first name is (laughs) Stay. Last name, Ready. (laughs) Now, more money, more money, more money. You always tell me to secure the bag. Yes, sir. So, more money. Hey. Let's,
0: let's do it. Stay ready.
1: You always let's do it, baby.
0: Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. That's what I'm saying. We're going to get into it. We're going to have three topics on each episode of the podcast. So, if you want your hot takes answered, like I said, tweet in at d Genius or at BJ Armstrong. Let us know. Get involved on social media. Shout out to everyone on TikTok, Instagram. We're spreading the word. We're on all platforms now. We're getting our stuff together. Shout out to everyone who submitted a question today. A special shout out to my man, Sam Blake, who I hear has been a little unwell under the weather in and out of hospital. So sending love and prayers to you, my brother. Appreciate you still listening to the podcast whilst you're going through what you're going through and just want to know that we're thinking of you and our best wishes are with you. And I'm sure BJ echoes the same sentiment. Yep, yep. But we are going to get into our first topic for today's show. And this is a topic everyone's been talking about throughout the off season, but then talks kind of quieting down a little bit. I think we're going to talk about the situation in Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving. And at the start of the season, everyone was thinking, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? And after a couple of weeks, everyone kind of figured out, okay, this guy's not playing. And then today, Shams Charania of The Athletic, he sends out an article talking about renewed hope in Brooklyn that there are sources in the Nets camp that are saying that Kyrie Mm. Irving may be returning to the team. Now, the logistics of that, I don't know. My question to you, Mr. Armstrong, the point guard guru, is if Kyrie Irving returns to the Brooklyn Nets, do you see them going all the way and winning the NBA championship?
1: When I was a young man, Mo and I was out here dating in my teen years and early 20s. I had this young woman tell me, don't play with my emotions. (laughs) (laughs) Now, (laughs) Mo, this seems like clickbait to me. Kyrie has said what he said, and whether we agree with it or not, 'm I'm, I'm, I'm just going to respect his point of view and where he's coming from and his stance now there are sources within the organization who are saying things mo that I'm not necess- I don't know if I necessarily agree with out of respect to this man's health and wellness we deserve to hear from Kyrie And Kyrie only 100%. I don't know who reported this. I don't know when it was reported, but I'm seeing the same things you're seeing. But I remember that lesson that this young woman (laughs) taught me. Don't play with my emotions. That's good advice. I'm not going to, I'm not going to play with the fans emotions because this is a very serious topic and, and deserves to be treated as such. This isn't about just playing basketball. This is about something that's very, very serious now. We are in a pandemic. So if Kyrie has something to say, he, you know, let's go to his Instagram page. Let's go to his Twitter account. Let's go to the Brooklyn Nets website. But until I hear from Mr. Irving, I'm gonna treat it with the utmost respect. I'm just gonna say it's clickbait. Now. You want to answer to- your question. Can I answer okay. your question or
0: just before or- before you give me the answer? Okay, I, I ahead, want to tell you ahead. how I'm reading this. Okay, I I don't believe that Kyrie Irving has said any of this because, like you said, he would say it himself on his Instagram because he's very he's very independent in terms of trusting the media. You know, he'd rather he gets the message out directly. And let's just look at it logically. There are only three ways in which he could return these these so called reports. Number one is if he takes the vaccine and people are talking about this new plant-based vaccine, but his issue was never with taking the vaccine. It was with being mandated and forced to take it. I don't think his viewpoint has changed. Now, I don't know. I haven't spoken to Kyrie directly, but as far as the public is aware, his viewpoint hasn't changed. The second way in which he plays is if New York changes the vaccine rules. I don't see them doing that. There is no indication they're going to do that. Now, the third way that he plays is that he only plays the road games. Now, the Brooklyn Nets mm. have said that they're not going to do that because it impacts team chemistry, and I don't see them doing a U-turn and taking back their word. So my conclusion from this source of leaking this information, what I'm reading into it is the Brooklyn Nets may be trying to trade Kyrie Irving to a team that he can play on because why else bring out this story now? Why else make it seem like he is going to be playing in the NBA again? That's what I'm reading from it. Now I might be completely wrong, but I have to question when a story comes out, what is the motive behind whatever's been leaked, who has leaked it, and why have they leaked it? That's the way I see it. But uh, BJ, answer the question though. Hypothetically, if Kyrie does return, what are your thoughts?
1: I don't think they win it. Still, I think they, still. I, I don't like the roster construction of this team. I like their three. Did you like it more last year? I didn't really like it last year as well. Because when you're building a team, and we talk, it seems like we talk about this every week. That's when the you're building to the game. a team, you have to have talent and you have to have depth. I don't like the depth of this team. I don't like the depth of this team. I like their first three. I like, I mean, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James, what is there not to like? Those three can all finish a game. Yeah. Those three can all are all capable of getting over 50 points or more in a playoff game. That's going to be tough to defend. However, their room for error. If there's an injury, if one of them is not going, their ability to defend, I don't see the New Jersey Nets. Or Brooklyn Nets. Oh, we got
0: going old school now. When we call them
1: the New yeah. Jersey. Uh, they got the New Jersey Nets throwback
0: jerseys yeah. and, and the court design. Yes. Yeah.
1: I just watched them the other day with the New Jersey. That's what I was thinking. I'm a big about, fan of it. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm going to say this James Harden hasn't found his way yet. Mm-hmm. And we're, we are a year and about a year and a half into this experiment. James Harden is not the James Harden that we saw in Houston. He's lost the burst with the hamstring injury. He hasn't got that
0: quick first step. I've seen him. He's been using more kind of jab steps to try and shake defenders off the dribble because he's lost that burst where he would just go. And that's what made him so dangerous. He would burst to the bucket and then step back or burst and finish to the rim, get those free throws.
1: Well, whatever it is, it's it's not there yet. And so I, I don't see it. Now, I will say this. If... There is a trade. Kevin Durant has to be involved 100% with this move. Yeah. Okay. So when they say the Nets are reportedly considering trading Kyrie Irving, well, Kevin Durant has to be involved because Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, they were a package deal when they came to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to have one without the other. So we will see how this plays out. If anything, those two are communicating with the overall scope of what they're going to do. But I don't believe any of the stuff that you're just reporting to me about him possibly coming back.
0: It's all smoke and mirrors, man. These these sources and these reporters, there's only one place where we keep it real. That's right here on the Hoop Genius Podcast. But for real though, I really miss watching Kyrie Irving play basketball. Do you know how many games I watch and I'm just like, this would be so much more fun if Kyrie just played, you know? Like, I'll be watching the Nets if James Harden's struggling a little bit and KD's cooking, but he's having to carry the whole thing. I just think, man, I wish Kyrie was here. I wish, that's what's
1: <laughs> on my Christmas list. Top of my Christmas list. What about list. you? Do, do you think they will win if Kyrie is back? What are you, what, what's your take on it? I think they win the East. With that,
0: with those three, if you look at what they were doing to the Bucks up until Kyrie's injury last year, I think they could win the Eastern Conference. Whether they win the whole thing, now I don't know about that, because I think if they were to face, for instance, a Golden
1: State Warriors, obviously it all depends on Clay Thompson. But I don't know. I think they beat Golden State. I know, we, I, I know. I know. I think they beat Golden State. I really do. I think they beat Golden State in the playoffs. I I, th- I, really I think do.
0: just just. Draymond and the guys knowing Kevin Durant so well, if you had to yeah, pick someone but... to go up against him, I know he's an unstoppable force of nature, but I just like I think they, I like I think the they beat coaching, Golden State. A coaching of Golden State, I don't I, I got a lot of respect for Steve Nash, absolutely amazing basketball player, very, very talented, a smart guy. But I've not seen it from him as a coach. Um, having said that, I say they'd beat everyone in the east, but the Milwaukee
1: Bucks. Milwaukee, they'll beat Milwaukee. And and Milwaukee
0: are still yet to get healthy. I don't know what's happening with Brook Lopez. Back injury. I don't know about Miami. I don't know about Miami. They need to get it together. They've not had a clean run of health either. Now Bam's out for the next six weeks. So it's going to be interesting to see. But I just think offensively, when those three guys are on fire at the same time, because bear in mind, I'm factoring in that James Harden won't be this version of James Harden by the time the playoffs comes around. That's why I'm saying that. But if James Harden stays on this level, it'll be a lot harder. But if he gets back to his old self, then, yeah, I think they win the Eastern Conference. But, you know, we said we were going to get the fans involved. We said we were going to answer their questions. And today, earlier, <clears throat> I was thinking about asking you a, a similar question on today's show. Because uh, I was watching the Champions League draw. They were picking which teams would go up against each other in the Champions League. BJ, are you a football fan? We're going to call it football because it's not soccer. Mm-hmm. It's football. Not American football, not NFL football. Are you a football fan at all?
1: No, I'm not. I will watch when I'm not a fan where I cheer for a team. But I enjoy football when it's on or okay, I'm with okay. friends who are, who are, you know, football fans. And, and I will watch when it's there. Okay. But I don't get up at four in the morning five yeah. in the morning like some of my friends yeah who are real football fans and go down to the pub the bar you know yeah depending where you live out in the world and go watch the games and cheer with the with the other fans and wear their shirts and uniforms i don't do that but if it's on okay i don't have a problem okay well
0: well you guys at home listening if you want bj to support your team feel free to tweet him and make some compelling cases and when you're out here
1: but I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. I'm a free agent fan. I'm going to
0: tell you it's Chelsea Football Club. That's my team. I'm going to get you nice. I'll put you in the box seat. Get you with a little glass of champagne. Live the good life. And you'll enjoy the experience. You know what I'm saying? Join the winning team. We're the, we're the champions of Europe. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. This morning, they were picking the round of 16. So the next round of games, they were picking who's going to play against who. So they don't do it like the NBA where it's seeded. They do it completely randomly. They have a bowl with the names in and you pick out a name. This team is going to play against this team. That's how they did it. And it got me thinking, what if the NBA did something similar? And we in fact had a tweet come in from Chris Rose who says, should the NBA introduce a tournament as well as the league? And what would the unique selling point be? A three and three tournament or playing for picks, caps, space, et cetera, et cetera. And it brings me back to an idea I had once upon a time that all the teams that don't make the playoffs should have a tournament to decide who gets the number one draft pick because that would thereby eliminate tanking. So obviously the natural flaw in that being, well, if you're the eighth seed and you think you're not really going to win in the playoffs, you'll lose a few games at the end of the year so you can get the normal pick. I get it. That's massively flawed too. But BJ, what are your thoughts on the NBA adding potentially a midseason tournament that they have discussed? Adam Silver has spoken about it.
1: I, I don't think it's a good idea. I I don't think it's a good idea and here's why you know you have so many games to play 82 games to be exact and we are already in an era where players are sitting out for load management Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a... now you're going now you're going <laughs> to add another game another play-in tournament on top of this would that be exciting for the fans Absolutely. I get it. Another event, another event that has some weight to it, some suspense to it, would allow players to play at a different pace because it's a tournament, right? There's a sense of urgency. It would be great. But overall, the 82 game schedule plus another tournament plus the playoffs to me is just too much basketball. And as a professional, you already have enough stress on the body just playing the regular season. Now you're going to ramp it up mid-season to play into this tournament in a condensed amount of time at a higher level to me is a recipe for disaster because of the physicality, but more importantly, the the rest. I don't think there's a rest. Now, I want to make sure I say this too about your other, you said, you know, you think the, the, the players should play I, I, know I, I know what
0: I you're mean, about to say. Yeah. Look. The guys ain't going to play for their replacements come through the door. I know, I know.
1: There you go. But in my there, head, that's there, the
0: only prize that would be worth playing for. You know, for. For a fan's perspective. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, well, the,
1: well, the reason... Go oh, go on. Go the, on. The, the, the way that you can solve this problem is the following. With mm. this popul, popularity of the game has increased everyone's awareness and the game has become incredibly popular now, right? It's It's a game where now everyone is looking for the advantage. We are in the age now where somehow, some way the analytics or the numbers or the math got into the game and they really believe, and I say they, the people who put more stock into the analytics than they do the other variables of professional sports. Now they've taken front and center. They're front and center at the table of how to build a team, how to evaluate players, so forth and so on. The only way you can actually correct this tanking is by doing the following. You have to eliminate the teams. Because now you have too many players. Relegation style. So yeah, they drop down to, to the say, G
0: League. Is that what you're kind of saying?
1: You no, know, you 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 no what I'm saying is you have to get rid of the 30 teams. Okay. Okay. And now the league is going to be an, a 20-game team. It's 20 games. 20 teams should be all you should have. Well, well, that's what about 12 to 13 the on a more, more than, Exactly. And yeah. the and the more you expand, the more you expand, you expand. How are you going to get better? I you're feel you're not you. going to get better with free agency. You're not going to get better with player development. You're not going to get better by saying three three points is worth more, more than two points. How are you going to get better? you have to put yourself in position to get where all the great players are at. Where are they at Mo? LA they are in New York, the lottery. Miami. No, they're in, the lottery. They're in oh, the lottery. Oh, you mean the best players <laughs> in the draft? I thought you meant it's the best players, yeah. in free what? best players in free agency. Best, best players in free agency. Where are they at? Okay. Well, they're not signing in Oklahoma. That's for sure. Right. But they've already, they've already did as much as they can do with the, with the CBA. Mm -hmm. trying to get get players to retain or stay there you're going to if you draft a player you got you're going to have that player for at least eight years
0: yeah if you don't fumble it
1: yeah you're going to at least have that player why because that player is going to re-up with you because that's the most money he can get Mm -hmm. now after those eight years now that player can go anywhere he can wherever he desires because he'll be an unrestricted free agent so if you want to have If you want to have competition as the lead and what is going to dictate excellence and bring out the best in everyone, you have to have an environment where competition is at the forefront. Eliminate the 10 teams that are... There's no way for you to be in the NBA and not have made the playoffs in the last 10 years. That's virtually impossible. Well, to the Sacramento Kings... Okay, but there are teams who are doing that. Why? Mm-hmm. Because there's just too many. There's too many teams. There's too many play. I mean, these play- these teams have 17 players. They they have more coaches on the benches now than they actually have players mode. If you got rid of the teams, you and I aren't talking about tanking. You and I aren't talking about... Developing. Yeah, because the talent consi-
0: consolidates.
1: Literally, the, the talent. And now it forces everyone to do something that... That's what made the NBA great. There were all-stars sitting on the bench behind you. Reggie Miller was sitting on the bench. B.J. Armstrong sitting on the bench. Dela Shrimp sitting on the bench. Great players. Scottie Pippen, one of the top great players of all time, wasn't even a starter his first couple of years in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That, was not, that was not uncommon. And now guys
0: come in and they start now straight guys away. Come but...
1: in, guys come in. Day one now, sorry. That's so, if you're drafted in the lottery, you're gonna start. So I'll just say this real quickly. Okay if you want to eliminate tanking, mm-hmm. get rid of the teams. Okay, that's a spicy Get rid of the one. teams. That's, that's a spicy that's, one. Get rid of the teams. But if you want to make money, because everyone in the professional sports knows this, I don't care what sport you play, you got two options. You're gonna make money or you're gonna try to or you're gonna try to win, but you can't do both. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, impossible. The the yeah, yeah. The more you win, the more you're gonna have to pay the players. The more you want to win, you gotta go out and get the best players. The luxury so, tax, repeat attacks, it's a lot. Yes, it's a lot, and, so, I, and that's
0: why you know smaller market teams like the Milwaukee's had to let guys like PJ Tucker go. There you because, go. Because that's the that's the luxury that teams like the Lakers and you know the Brooklyn Nets now have. But just going back to the original. I don't think they're going to eliminate teams. I think that there's going to be more and more teams they are going to expand globally. And by doing that, in theory, it does open the pool of talent more because there is now more opportunities for players from around the world to come in. But to go back to the original question with regards to a tournament, um, if they were to do a tournament, they would have to reduce the amount of games that are played in the NBA season. Therefore, I wouldn't like it because then the history books are all going to be Messed up because what are we going to do? Cut the season in half and have a 42 game regular season. And then the rest of the time is tournament time. And then the playoffs. I don't know. I don't, I I personally don't think it's necessary because I love the intricacies of the regular season and the journeys that teams go on. But because human attention spans are so low now, everyone loves tournaments. That's why football, their FIFA are trying to do the world cup more often. They're really trying to do a tournament every summer. That's why they're changing the formats of their, qualifiers in the European championships and the world world cup, they're trying to do more and more tournaments because they're realizing that the fans attention span when it's in a tournament gets so much more attention than it does. If it's a long, or oh, just regular season, but we'll end it with this BJ because there was an interesting part of that question that came in from um, Mr. Chris Rose and he suggested a three on three tournament. Now, just real quick, if there was a three on three tournament with every team in the NBA, which three
1: would take the crown? I've got my answer. The, oh, well, I think Brooklyn would, would take the crown. I think Brooklyn with Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. I think they would they would take the crown. Now, I would also put right up there Giannis, because you know I'm yep. a Giannis. Yep. I'm a Giannis. Giannis, Giannis and Giannis, Drew. Chris Middleton, and Drew, Chris Middleton, to me, would be right there.
0: Giannis and Drew are the only two see getting stops, even in a 3-0-3 game. The rest of it is just bucket for yeah. bucket. And, and then, of course, yeah. you can never count out LeBron with AD if, if he's not injured that day and his left knee's not hurting. And maybe Russell Westbrook or whoever you want to add to that. But I'm, I'm hearing you on Brooklyn, but I also do think that the Milwaukee Bucks are worth a shout. Um, but it remains to be seen. It remains to be seen. But we're going to keep things moving. How are you guys feeling, by the way? BJ, how are you feeling? And the fans at home, I want you guys to send feedback. We're reading through the show about 10 minutes per topic, trying to be more
1: professional. Yes, feeling yes, yes, yes. Ready for, you ready for take yeah, number I, three? I, I'm ready. I'm really ready for number three.
0: This one has been sent in by uh, a user who's got an interesting username that I'm not going to read out. His profile picture is a picture of Shrek. And he says, mm. one player of all time, you could give an injury-free career to. Mm. Who... You coming with. Ooh. This is interesting to me because I was thinking the other day. Yes. If this isn't my answer to the question, but if Zion never gets healthy, he may go down as the biggest what if in the NBA. Ah. Ah. Because we've only really seen about 30 games from him so far. Yeah, you look at, yeah, but look at the prospect he was coming out of college—the
1: Z- freak of nature. Zion, I'm a little older than you. More, I've seen Zion. I've seen I, I I've seen Charles Barkley. I've seen Charles. That, that's your that's 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 his ceiling. I'm not saying it's his ceiling. He may go above is, that. Yeah, yeah. But, he but MVP is a better, he ain't is a bad place to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he may be a better athlete he may be i i I would debate it i do i think he jumps higher yes charles is to me a better ground athlete see we talk about the athletes who can jump i look at the athletes on the ground because the athletes on the ground spend you spend more time on the ground than you do up in the air charles barkley could move people on the ground Zion is an explosive athlete, especially his first two or three jumps. This is, it's incredible. Yeah. Probably one of the top I've seen ever. Okay. Mm -hmm. Zion is an interesting player, but with that comes limitations. Zion doesn't have big hands. You say, well, why does that matter? BJ? Because if you're going to be the best player, every great player will tell you Mo and this is where we need to get into Everyone has limitations to their game. You can't be a great player except a double team and be able to pass it with two hands. You got to be able to expand and pass around that defense because I'm not going to double team Zion with a little guard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's like, it, 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 was, it was comical when Shaq came into the league and coaches would say, we're going to just double from the top. And someone <laughs> my size would go double Shaq. Like, what is so, that going to do? Shaq doesn't even see you. He's so big. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? So mm-hmm. Zion is so big. You're not going to double. You can't double him with a small guy. So what does that mean? You got to double him with the big. So how can he pass with two hands out of a double? And he's only 6'4", 6'5". That was Charles Barkley's Achilles heel. Charles will tell you. He, he, he may never admit it on television. He wouldn't admit <laughs> it. Certainly when he was playing, Charles Barkley could not pass out of a double team. If you brought a big guy, he would have to dribble out, which he did. He accepted the double team Mm -hmm. so that he could pass and do other things. But he didn't have the big hands like Jordan. Mm -hmm. You got to have, you got to be able to pass with one hand out of a double team. Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James. You have to have that. That's part of that's part of one of the things you need. Yeah, you I know? remember
0: you talking about how John Stockton had had
1: John, Sto- John Stockton. Well. He, he, he has massive hands. It. But, but, so, so that, that's what I see. I think yeah. I like him, but so, to answer your question. Yeah. So who's, who's answer the answer?
0: Question, who, who's the answer for is
1: Derek, well, Derek Martell Rose. He's got the full name and everything. Because, because he had the total package. Mm-hmm. He had all of the physical gifts you could need. He was a big guard as a point guard. He was bigger. The The best, the, the best is Isaiah Lord Thomas. Isaiah is the best. That only little guy that they built a team around or built a team around and you, and you won the championship with. That's a fact. Okay. Steph Curry, I put in a different category because he's some type of guard, but he's not a lead guard Derrick Rose was a lead guard and was on pace to be the greatest. Yep. He was on pace because he was bigger than Isaiah. He was faster than Isaiah. He had bigger hands than Isaiah. He could attack the basket better than Isaiah. Could he shoot better than Isaiah? That's, that's debatable. Isaiah was a better shooter. I I would say still to this day, but everything else he had the mentality. He could manage a game. Youngest MVP in his position. He could play he could play from the post if need be. He could play screen role, he could play isolation. And, and he could manage a game. He was on pace, and he was the one that LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch and Pat Riley and all of those players around the league knew that he was coming. Mm-hmm. because he wasn't playing with the same players that they had.
0: And and there was even talks. I remember back when LeBron was a free agent in that, when he went, before he went to Miami, there was even talks about him wanting to go to Chicago.
1: This, this he, he was, he was, the reason I say that is not because of the talent, which he had an immense amount of talent. And still to this day, Derek had an incredible impact on winning. He played winning basketball, winning basketball, right? And, I just think he was the one he was. I wanted to see how good he could really be because he only had one goal to win a championship. He wasn't playing to, you know, he wasn't playing to get numbers. He wasn't playing to get stats. He wasn't even playing to get MVPs. He just really wanted to win and he could do it better than anyone. He was at the front of the wave of small ball. Yeah. He was, he, he did this before Steph Curry. He did this before Russell Westbrook won MVP. He did it before all of these smaller, other small players won the MVP. Derrick Rose was first in line. And then he gets hurt, the game changes. Now we go to three point shooting, so forth and so on. But I really would have loved to have seen what he could have, what he could have accomplished
0: think, had he
1: not gotten hurt.
0: I think there are a few guys that deserve honorable mentions. For me, I think Tracy McGrady, um, Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway, are all deserving of shouts. Greg Oden as well. If you think about it, if he could have stayed healthy, this is a guy who was picked ahead of Kevin Durant in an NBA draft. So the talent that could have been is great. There's so many players that the NBA itself would be completely different. But Derek Rose, yeah, for yeah. me, growing yeah. up, seeing that. And not only, as you said, he, he won, he was exciting. It was, like, oh. we say Ja Morant is must-see TV. And with all due respect to Ja Morant, prime Derrick Rose or, or Derrick Rose <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even need to say it but that's with all due respect to John Martin who I think is great and with all due respect yeah. to Russell Westbrook and John Wall when they were at their athletic peaks yes but yep. Derrick
1: Rose he was, he was another he was, he was on a different he
0: was he was so good I even considered buying Adidas
1: because you know <laughs> oh, I never,
0: never wear Oh, no, that's big
1: that, that's big you know what bit, well, that's big that's big that's big. He 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 did it. He he came, he came to there. London. He came to London once. Yeah, I don't know if you, yeah. you were well, there. With we, him, but... we were. Oh, we were there. We were there. I didn't see you, Mo, but I didn't know you did. I didn't get the invite. Oh, I didn't get the
0: invite. You know, oh, okay. that. Back back. to be fair, I was. I think I was fifteen years old or something. But
1: yeah. great. <laughs> but... Tri- By the way, it was a great trip. It was a great trip. Part great two trip. soon. Part two after this pandemic.
0: Then let's get it going again. Yes. But do BJ, it. let's do it. BJ. Thank you very much for joining us. That is the new style of the Hoop Genius podcast we're going with. Let us Ooh. know your feedback. What do you, it was a little bit more fast paced. I said last
1: time- Well, it is fast paced, I mean, but you, you know what, you what, what Mo, when, when we get- Tempo, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, no, for sure. You know, you, you, you running the show, but I'm going to say this. I can't let you hang up once we get off the air. Cause we got a lot more to finish it. Oh, and I you wish know the it. fans, and, and you know what? I wish the fans could hear this because you know what? 10 minutes is just not enough. Uh huh. It's like the great players always say, I didn't lose the game. I just ran out of time, <laughs> just ran out of time. <laughs> oh, this conversation is not over with. Well, listen, if you it's guys at home, over with. if you want to hear more,
0: you know what you got to do. You got to support the show. You got to share it with your friends. You got to post about it on social media, share your favorite bits, share your favorite quotes. Show some love, leave some reviews on the Apple Podcast Store because the more love we receive from the fans, the more shows we can do. I don't want to be the guy who says 2022, we got big things coming, but we got big things coming and the new year's already started. New style of show. We're here, we're live, we're doing what we do best. We're going to be back later this week. You don't have to wait seven days for us. Mm. We're going to be back mm. later this week. So stay ready. And most importantly, BJ, what am I about to tell them? What am I about to tell them? Secure the bag and get buckets. <laughs> Catch you next time. <laughs>